Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Infinite Crypto Cruisers. Hey there, folks. My name is Brad Varnell. This is the Infinite Crypto YouTube channel. And today I have a super, super special guest coming onto the show. I am so excited to introduce this, this woman to you. Uh, you know, she is just amazing. I don't care if she was 30 or 40, what she's done in her life would be amazing. But folks, you're going to find out that this young lady is 19, getting ready to turn 20. And the things that she's accomplished and the things that she understands about crypto put her so far ahead of the pack that I can't believe she even agreed to come join us on the channel today. So I really want to make her feel special, make her feel loved. And with that, folks, I want to introduce you to Miss Teen Crypto, Randy Hipper. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me, Brad. This is awesome. Hope you're doing well today. I am doing fantastic. And thank you for being here. It's definitely an honor and a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you. Appreciate you. Happy to be here. Good. So before before the show started, we talked a little bit and just wanted, you know, maybe some of my community here hasn't hasn't heard from me before. They don't know who you are. By the way, um, you know, Randy has been on around the blockchain with BitBoy Crypto. In fact, she actually had BitBoy Crypto on her channel not too long ago. It was a fantastic interview. And uh, you've also done some amazing things. You know, I've seen you in, in several conferences where you've spoken. You've got some written press and stuff about you. And I'm just kind of curious. You're 19 years old. How in the world did you get to where you are at 19? I'm not sure. I think it was just fate. You know, I think uh, it, it's been a journey for sure. I mean, I was introduced to crypto in 2013. Uh, yeah, 2013. I was really young. I was 13 years old at the time, like uh, 2016. Wait, yeah. 2016 is when I really jumped into this space. I was 13 years old. Sorry, I got my numbers confused. 2016, I was 13 years old. By 2019, I was 16. And that's when it really clicked for me. You know, I, at the beginning, my dad was telling me about this Bitcoin stuff, this, this money that he found out about. I was like, what are you even talking about? this Bitcoin. I didn't even want to listen to him. And then when I was 16, we finally did our first transaction. I saw how easy it was to use. All you have to do is scan a QR code, copy and paste an address, and that's it. You can send money to anyone anywhere in the world. As long as you have an internet connection, you can walk into the store, they scan your phone, or you scan a QR code, and that's it. You could just leave and not have to take out any fiat. Um, and then I saw the appreciative aspect as well when I saw my savings account wasn't moving. <laughs> right? <laughs> and so when did you decide to actually start educating and helping other people learn about the crypto space. This happened by the time I was 17 and it was amidst the pandemic. So it was April 2020. If you guys look at my Twitter account, you'll see it's right there um, when I created it. And basically I was sad. The whole world was essentially sad. We were on lockdown. There wasn't anything going on. And I really loved crypto. But because I was in school, I was so busy with extracurriculars and tutoring and stuff. I just couldn't I didn't have the time. But then the whole world shut down. So everybody had time to do anything they wanted. And that's when I really hunkered down and said, this is what I want to do. I love crypto. I want to just be a part of the space at least. So I just created the handle Miss Teen Crypto, started tweeting, and it all kind of just went and flowed from there, I guess. Right. It sounds like your dad's a pretty amazing person as if he yeah. got involved in crypto way back in, in 13. And so it sounds like your 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 family's been pretty incredibly supportive of this journey. Yeah, absolutely. My my dad is my biggest supporter. And you know, without him I wouldn't even know about crypto or be in this space as early as I am. So I'm definitely grateful for him. He pushes me every day. That's awesome. I saw a TikTok video uh, <laughs> yeah. a couple of days ago with you and your dad, I think, where he was joking around, like telling you that you couldn't buy Bitcoin uh, yeah, or something 
something to that effect. So I thought that that was really cool that he was on, uh, you know, one of your short uh, video reels. Yeah, I, I I had him in another one recently as well. It's just fun to throw him in once in a while, and he has fun doing them with me. And I'm like, hey, you want to do this video with me? He's like, yeah, sure, why not? So right. <laughs> we're just vibing. And from what I from what I can tell, and from what I've seen, you're not really just like a Bitcoin maxi. You really just love the crypto space. You've done a lot in in crypto um, outside of Bitcoin with NFTs, and or do you like altcoins and NFTs, or mostly just NFTs? What's your favorite? part of crypto honestly i love all of crypto because i think all of it has such a big revolution behind it i mean bitcoin litecoin eth cryptocurrency gives you the opportunity to be your own bank a self-sovereign individual but nfts on the other hand they give you the opportunity to be your own store to be your own gallery for artists that had to previously rely on a physical gallery to okay their work and say you're acceptable i'll host you now they get to host themselves in front of a global audience and make different connections um DeFi, it's something that people could take part of. A lot of people can't get a bank account. They can't transact within the traditional financial system. But DeFi, you have that internet connection. You could take part of this ecosystem. So I think all of crypto is extremely important. Awesome. Awesome. So being, you know, younger like you are, what would you recommend? Like I've got a 16-year-old son. He reminds me a little bit of you as far as he had to listen to me talk about crypto since back in about 2017. So when he was pretty young, um, but he's pretty excited about it because he's got some crypto here and there for birthday presents and Christmas presents and stuff. And then he is actually doing my editing and things like that on the YouTube channel. And he That's always awesome. loves to get paid in crypto. He's excited for when he turns 18, 19, 20 years old. Um, you know, but what, what's some advice that you would give, especially to younger people that are living at home that don't have a ton of bills and that maybe, you know, are making a few dollars here and there, you know, working as a, a side hustle or at McDonald's or whatever that they do, what would you recommend, you know, a good little investing strategy to get started in crypto? I think probably the best one, especially for newbies, and if you're not watching the charts like a crazy person all day, which I know a lot of us in crypto do, dollar cost averaging. I think that's extremely important for someone that has like $50 or they make a few dollars a week and they just want to allocate a few dollars into Bitcoin or cryptocurrency to accumulate. Set a recurring buy and just every Friday or every month, daily, weekly, it's up to you. Place a buy, say, hey, every Friday, I'm going to buy $10 of Bitcoin. And when you feel like that's a, not a lot of money that you have on the exchange, of course, take it off and take self-custody. But I do think dollar cost averaging is a great way to just start accumulating, especially if you're not watching the charts all the time. Awesome. So have you been have you been having any fun recently? You gone on any nice trips or are you mostly just kind of grinding and, and doing the work right now? Mostly grinding right now. That's all I do is grind and I'm happy to do it. I've been doing this for almost three years now, which is insane, but definitely grinding away. And I, I, I don't know if you've seen, but I've been doing a daily show Monday through Thursday. So I've just been working so hard just to spread adoption, spread news and make just good educational content for people that want to catch up on everything in this crypto space. Yeah, I have noticed you you put out a ton of content absolutely between okay. your YouTube content and then your Instagram and your TikTok. It seems like, you know, I've got the bells the bells turned on everywhere and it seems like I'm getting a notification about 10 times a day something new coming out from Miss Team Crypto. So that's awesome. Do you Thank do you. you do everything pretty much yourself, all of your own editing and everything or do you have anybody that helps you with that? No, this is all me. 
I wish I had wow. some more help, but no, it's all me. And I'm again, I'm happy to do it. You know, just putting in the work and grinding away. It makes me happy to know, like, I put something out and I worked really hard to do that. So. Yeah, absolutely. So real quick here, I just do want to give a shout out to a few people that are in the chat. Hey, Greg, good afternoon. That's right. It's afternoon. It's still morning for me. I'm I'm in Las Vegas, so it's 11 o'clock for me, but two o'clock in the afternoon for you East Coasters. So good afternoon. Hey, Miss Teen Crypto, welcome. Yeah, let's get it. <laughs> we got uh RC Rex. Good evening, Brad. I'm a Bradley too. Hey, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Good vibes, Dilemma. Man, always a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for being here. We got uh, Julius, Dr. Julius. Nice to see you again, my friend. It's been a while. Hey, and then we've got uh, Anazette, who is really Paul. How's it going, Paul, man? This buddy, this guy here is one of my favorite community members. He gave me free tickets to go see the uh, Los Angeles Raiders play here in Vegas a couple of times this year. So I got some amazing seats uh, thanks awesome. to this gentleman. And then last but not least, my amazing wife. Hey, Deanna, my babes is, is, my, is my rock here. She's uh, so supportive of me. She always gets in and reminds everybody, thank you for being here, my love. Yeah, so hit that like button and uh, subscribe. And real quick here, I want to share my screen. Uh, give me one second here because I do want to show people a little bit about what we're talking about. Oh, don't do that, Brad. Let's do it. That is all right. Let's try that one more time. Uh, let's see if I can get it pulled up here. Here we go. All right, almost through with the awkward silence and on to where I want to be. Here we go. So, folks, those of you that are watching, you are definitely going to want to go subscribe to Miss Teen Crypto's YouTube channel. And then from there, check out her Twitter, her TikTok, and her Instagram. You can find her at Miss Teen Crypto on all of those. But if you go here, uh, you know, she'll pop right up to the top of the search engine. And then if you click her page, I just wanted to point out when we talk about, you know, putting in the grind, um, you know, 21 hours ago, just put out a video, MMA and crypto collide with, uh, you know, Chris Cyborg. Um, she just had Tom Crown on her channel. She had Crypto Lifer. Everybody loves Crypto Lifer. Uh, you know, not very long ago, too, she had uh, she had CZ from Binance. And just has some amazing, amazing guests that have come onto her channel and, and that, you know, share some amazing information. So one of the things that I want to make very clear is that just because she's 19, it doesn't mean that she's inexperienced because it only takes a few minutes of listening to this lady talk about crypto and you know that she actually knows what she's talking about. She's not just a pretty face that's, you know, that's making up some, some stuff and people are watching her just because she's young and, you know, you know, they're, they're watching her because she has amazing content and she has amazing insight. And one of the, my most favorite things about you, Randy is, is your age. You know, Thank so you. many people look at being young as a liability, like, you know, people aren't going to listen to me. Same, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're young or old 
or what it, you know, like old people think that age is a liability. But what I like is that you've taken your, your youth and you've really turned it into an asset. And, and, you know, just, I, I'm just so impressed. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate I, that. It means a lot to me. I mean, I'm trying to figure there should be a question in there somewhere. Huh? I got it. Okay. I'll go. I'll give you a quick question. Something that I always have believed in is, you know, success leaves clues. And so when you start looking at a lot of successful people, you will kind of start to find there's a lot of common denominators. And so one of the questions that I usually get around to a little bit later in the show, but we'll do it, we'll do it sooner is how, what do you think about reading? Are you a reader? Have you read quite a few self-improvement or positive thinking or business related type books? I read a few books, but honestly, like for me, I, it's, it's also a time thing, but I think, I, I think reading is really cool for, for me, when I read a book, it's more about like taking my mind and leaving and like going somewhere else and like going into like a story. Right. And then I read like, um, not exactly books, but I read a lot of articles like all day. That's all I'm doing is reading articles. So I guess if that counts, then, <laughs> then I'm definitely reading all day, every day, especially in preparation for my show. I'm just scrolling all day, do articles, looking for good information, doing more research, looking through that and what everything means. So I do a lot of reading, um, especially in the crypto space. You have to read. You have to look in between the lines, especially with those white papers, where all these projects that people are putting out, you have to look in between the surface through all things. And I guess that's what I really learned was just journalism and just investigating. Awesome. Okay. So what is your, I mean, I don't care what your overall portfolio is worth or anything like that, but just how are you currently kind of DCA in yourself? Are you just kind of holding your cash on the sidelines waiting to see what happens or what are, what's your current investing strategy? I'm always DCAing. I've been DCAing since the start. And honestly, I don't see anything wrong with that because I just want to make sure I have money that belongs to me. And I know that, you know, that's a crazy thing to say at this point, but not really because the accessibility to our funds aren't the same. And that's what I keep reminding myself of, okay, number may go down, but the value does not go down, right? Um, every day we're experiencing the inability to get our funds from the banks and, you know, even to buy crypto is now a struggle with a lot of banks. They don't want you to even transact. They don't want you to buy crypto from exchanges. They'll limit you on what you can buy from exchanges. It's not fair, but we need to be able to accumulate what we could accumulate. So that way, when things maybe go south and even physical cash is being phased out, that we have money that belongs to us, that I could transact whenever I want, wherever I want. So making sure I have that is more important than watching like the price. So I think just accumulating Bitcoin is more important to me. Awesome. I love that. You make you bring up a good point. I think a lot of people, especially here in America, kind of have their heads buried in the sand a little bit. And they don't understand that some of the things that have happened in other countries where like you talked about not being able to go get your money, they don't realize how real and how possible it is for something like that to happen here in America. Can you expound on that a little bit? Was it Argentina or in Venezuela where all of a sudden the citizens went to the ATM machines and couldn't withdraw money and how that is possible that that could be something that we could see in the future here? I mean, listen, we already saw it. <laughs> and it's so unfortunate, but we already saw it. Um, at the at the beginning of the pandemic, we saw that if you went to a bank, it was probably closed. And the ATMs were the only thing open. And I remember people standing outside for hours trying to get to an ATM and the limits on the ATM were like $1,000. So what if you had, especially in New York, I guess, I guess the average rent, if it's like a decent apartment and low, it's like $2,000, right? And that's minimum. 
where if I needed to pay a $2,000 rent in cash, what was I going to do? And you, the accessibility to you to your funds is already not there. It already happens in America. I see banks closing left and right in my neighborhood. They'll send you a note and be like, hey, we're done here. If you have a safety deposit box, that's something you have to worry about now. Like, will the bank stick around for you to go, come back? Like, what if I was away and you send me a notice in three days? I have to come get my stuff. So I think definitely in America, we're seeing it. Other countries, we're seeing, you know, people being limited on their ATMs withdrawals, like you've been, like you said, or if you were in other countries, if you're suspected of being a part of something that maybe they didn't want you to be a part of your bank account gets shut down. It's just there's numerous things that are being thrown at us at once that it's just if you're not looking into Bitcoin now, if you're not looking into a decentralized option now, then friend, you got to jump in, you have to do some research, because absolutely, this is all it's all falling in on us. And we see the pilot programs for CBDCs that are already launched in other countries. Pilots are here. There's like closed programs here, but definitely in other countries that's already being rolled out. And people like Nigeria, people are being limited what they can withdraw from ATMs just because they don't want you to have the cash to spend. And you're limited on what you could even spend at a store. There's a max cap of like $45 a day, I think it is, that you could spend yep. in cash at a store. So, and wow. because they want you to use the central bank digital currency that they launched in Nigeria. So you have to be careful. This is already happening. And I guess, like, again, like you said, in America, we're a little spoiled. So, <laughs> right. I love what I love what you're saying, because one of the things since we've started this interview, you've never once said, yeah, you got to get into crypto so that you can get rich. You just no, that's keep not the talking. Point. Right. You keep talking about the importance of crypto because of all of these other financial things that are collapsing around us and that you're just talking about getting into crypto so that you have a chance to survive. Essentially, I think crypto is what's evening the playing field, in all honesty. Other countries, like I said, you can't get a bank account, even in the States. If you um, at certain banks, if you have less than $50 in your account, then they charge you $15 for a fee. But I don't have money. So you're going to take more of my money away from me. It just doesn't make sense. And I think Bitcoin, as long as you have that Internet connection or even people in Africa are proving you don't even need an Internet connection to transact Bitcoin. And it's just the ease of use, people getting into it. It's a lot easier. You don't need a bank account. You just need value. And everyone wants has value. Everyone could extract value. And it's just a matter of moving it. And that's Bitcoin permissionless movement. I love it. So Bitcoin is kind of number one. If the only crypto that you, if you could only buy one crypto, Bitcoin would kind of be your go-to. I do love Bitcoin. Bitcoin is my top. It's my biggest bag, but I do, I do um, have other loves of course, but yeah. Awesome. So none of this is financial advice folks, but uh, if you don't mind, like, do you have one or two tokens outside of Bitcoin and Ethereum that are maybe in like the top 25 or 50 that you really like? And do you have maybe one or two what you would consider to be sick degenerative plays that are down at, you know, a thousand ranked a thousand or something like that, that, you know, maybe there's a, there's a high chance that you might lose your money, but there's also a possibility that you could turn a hundred or 500 into, you know, multiple thousands. I mean, as for those those uh, thousand Xers, I'm not one to call out any of those. I'm more of a spectator, um, and I just I just watch from the side. But one one uh, other coin that I will shout out that I think is extremely important is Litecoin, um, being that it has that finite supply of 84 million. Um, it's faster, cheaper to use than Bitcoin. Lightning Network actually came from 
Litecoin, the first transaction was with Jack Mallers and Charlie Lee, um, which is a really interesting fact that not a lot of people talk about. But I do think Litecoin is really important, especially with MWeb and what was launched there with the privacy, adding fungibility, because in order for sound money to really be sound money, we need privacy. Um, just like if we went to a store, we use regular Litecoin and a regular Bitcoin. And I just transacted $10 with you. You would see every transaction I've ever made, all the Bitcoin I hold in my wallet. And that's not exactly sound money. It's great money, but not the soundest money. With MWeb Litecoin, it gives us that fungibility. It gives us that privacy. And I think that's extremely important and something that's going to come into play very soon that a lot of people still aren't talking about yet. Yeah, I would say that you know, Litecoin has kind of fallen in between the cracks in a lot of ways over the years. I remember back in 17, when I first got involved in, in crypto, that was one of the three tokens available on Coinbase back in the day yeah. when I first got started in crypto it was Bitcoin, Ethereum and Litecoin. And so I bought just a little bit of each because I was getting my feet wet and, and the, you know, they were there. And then uh, as I kind of progressed, I sold off my, some stuff. And then when I got back into crypto, you know, super, super heavy in the beginning of 18, I never bought any Litecoin back. And it, like I said, it kind of has gotten forgotten about a little bit, but people got to remember that Litecoin has been around now for what, six, seven, eight years? I, I think it's a, a 10 or 11. 15 or no was it really was it even earlier yeah than i that? think it came yeah i think it the i did the 10th anniversary um interview with charlie lee last november so i think this year was the oh, wow. 11th year so yeah i actually did the 10 year anniversary um interview with charlie lee himself which was really awesome he's been on my show like three times as well i think he's a great person and i do believe in litecoin heavily um i think it's under i think it's underrated 100 percent. and omnilight being built on litecoin too i think there's just a lot of possibilities there and i think people are already embracing it if you look at BitPay, I think it was there. The I think 25% of all their transactions are Litecoin, and it's the second biggest um, used coin under Bitcoin with BitPay. So it's used a lot. And if you look at like the whale alerts, there's a lot of people moving Litecoin, and it's just feasible. Awesome. Uh, do you like tokens like Polkadot and Cardano and Chainlink, or you pretty much really just kind of stay focused on Bitcoin? Um, I, I like I like to look at everything. I do try to diversify as much as I can, but I do I do see promise in a bunch of other projects, like you mentioned Cardano and a bunch of others. I do think that everyone is going to play a role, and I think there's a lot of things that you know maybe Bitcoin can't do that a lot of things uh, like can do, right? Like a lot of people aren't building games on Bitcoin, they're not building NFTs on Bitcoin, but they're doing that on Ethereum, they're doing that on Cardano now, Solana, a bunch of even though Solana's not doing great, uh, but a lot of people are <laughs> building, right? So I think you know, of course, there's room for other players and people are going to solve things that we're not even thinking of yet and i always say listen there could be another coin or token that comes out tomorrow that has a maybe a better consensus than proof of work and proof of stake and has better technological and interoperable capable capabilities than other, any, any other blockchain this could come out tomorrow and it'll it'll blow our minds so i i'm very open-minded i think you know, innovation, we're still so, so early in the internet. Never mind Bitcoin. We're so, so early in Bitcoin, but we're still really early in the internet. The way we use the internet two years ago doesn't compare to how we use the internet now. I love it. So did your crypto journey kind of, did you ever think to yourself that you wanted to go in this direction of cryptocurrency and social media influencer because you weren't really interested in the have a job, work for other people. You know, like for me, one of the things that really attracted me to crypto was I spent a good part of my adult life 
trying to create financial freedom and get away from what I consider to, I call it the 40, 40, 40 plan, where you work 40 hours a week for 40 years of your life, you know, doing something that you don't really like to try to live off of about 40% of what you weren't really making it on in the first place. You know, another acronym, or, you know, I always call a job, a J-O-B, just over broke. So for me, crypto was my way out of that day-to-day working for somebody else. Being that you got involved in this before you actually were even, you know, 18 and fully an adult, did did that ever cross your mind? Did that have anything to do with the path that you've taken? Or did you just kind of, this just was so natural that you fell into it? Well, it was a little bit of both, I guess. I I naturally fell into crypto. I mean, I freaking loved it. And and it was like, a good year before I actually got on Twitter that I was like saying to people in school, like, should I do this? Should I do something with Bitcoin, a channel, something? And people discouraged me because they were just like, no, nah, you'll get made fun of, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, okay, maybe I won't do it. But then I was like, you know what? I don't care. So I did it anyway. And then um, I was also um, a part-time dental assistant for a few years. So I did see like the nine to five life. I worked, I worked butt off over there. Uh, but I, I did work for someone and I did like my own work on the side. Like I created my own little hustles, but I do think I, I saw like a very big opportunity with crypto and especially being a teenager where there were no other teenagers in crypto and there's still not a lot of people my age making content, um, which I'm surprised about, but that's going to come, of course. Um, But I wanted to be that person that could maybe help younger people get in. I I saw an opportunity to spread adoption and educate people on something that we're so early in and something that could really change the world. And I want to change the world. I want to be a part of changing the world for the better. So that's why I really like that's what really pushed me into this. I was like, wow, Bitcoin is amazing. It's going to change everything. That's awesome. How, are you doing anything? How do you connect with a younger audience? Do you have any groups that you're a part of or, um, you know, foundations or anything like that where you really get an opportunity to talk to younger folks? Or is it just through the the people that find you on social media? It's a little, it's a little bit of everything. So, you know, social media does open up a lot of opportunities for me. I mean, even my school that I graduated from in high school, they invited me back um, last May. So less than a year after graduating, they invited me back to teach two investing classes about Bitcoin, which is great. I think I'm going to go back again this year. Um, I'm going to wait to talk to them on that. And then I've also connected with people like the mayor of uh, New York City. I've, I've met up with him twice. I was at a conference um, we met. And then I also did an interview with um, his, his right hand woman. Denise and who's really awesome. I also recently went to the the mayor's house at Gracie Mansion in New York and spoke to young future leaders. It was 16 to 25, I think the ages were. Um, and I was talking to them about Bitcoin and crypto. So a ton of opportunities. I've also spoken at conferences. I've also been invited to go to other schools. I've been to Utah Valley University. I've been to other high schools and spoken to younger kids that like from schools that came to conferences. So a ton of different things. And of course, social media outreach. Right. So when you're when you first start talking to them, how do you how do you explain Bitcoin to them so that they understand it in, you know, in simple terms? And obviously, so many people think Bitcoin is just this pie in the sky thing that people are only buying because they're trying to get lucky and, you know, and and hit an upswing and and get rich. How do you kind of tell them about the utility or the actual reason that Bitcoin exists? I honestly keep it simple because I think when you start going into finance, you start going into number go up, that's where like people kind of exit. I think the most important thing that I point out is, hey, Bitcoin's just money. It's just digital cash. That's all it is. Download, you download an app. 
and you get a wallet, just like a physical wallet in your pocket, you get Bitcoin or digital money and you send it to your friend. Just like if I handed you a dollar from my pocket to yours, there's no one in between. There's no one taking the dollar from my hand and handing it to you. It's just me to you. It's digital money. And that's kind of how I start off. Then the questions start flowing in. I started explaining more. And that's how the rabbit hole kind of starts. But keep it simple. It's money. Okay. I like that. Real fast, I want to go uh, quickly back to the chat here. Uh, Average Joe Crypto, hey, thanks for stopping by. Uh, this gentleman has an amazing YouTube channel. You're actually going to be seeing him on Around the Blockchain here uh, fairly soon. He is a uh, TA specialist. And he actually has created his own community token. It's a pretty, pretty exciting project and a pretty cool story. You two should definitely, uh, you know, maybe think about meeting up and, and collaborating. He lives out in Kentucky, so he's a little bit, uh, a little bit closer uh, to you. But thank you so much for stopping by. I always appreciate it when some of these guys take, you know, their valuable time to swing by and uh, watch. Uh, you know, a little bit of the channel. So I think you kind of answered my question, but I was curious. So at this point, are you going to college or are you doing anything like to in a career path generating type of a way, or this is what you're going to do for this the is foreseeable future? Yeah, this is, this is, this is my plan, just crypto. And I, I hope it's, I hope it remains that way, but yeah, I I'm definitely full-time crypto and I, I love doing this every single day. That's awesome. I love that. What do you say to people where you kind of get that, huh? What do you mean this is crypto? You know, because the reason I ask is my son gets that a little bit. He's 16. Like I said, he helps me with the YouTube channel. So he sees the future. He also has been around me his whole life. So he has this disdain for wanting to go work for somebody else for 10 or 20 bucks an hour. So when my grandparents, his grandparents are in town or aunts and uncles ask him, Hey, what do you want to do when you grow up? And he's like, crypto, you know, I want to, I want to follow in the footsteps of my dad. He gets kind of that, that cross-eyed look. And what do you mean? Like, you're not, you don't want to go to college. You don't want to have a career. And he's like, no, why would I want that crazy stuff? <laughs> what do you have to say to those types of people at all? What do you, what do you, you know, when you get some pushback? Um, yeah. You know, I just kind of say like, this is what makes me happy and it's what I'm passionate about. And if I have the opportunity to make a career out of something I'm passionate about, why wouldn't I do that? I think a lot of people are very stuck in that, you know, traditional way, go to college, work your nine to five, then retire. But with the rise of the internet, especially we've seen with Gen Z and millennials that people are making livings off the internet by being content creators, by creating businesses. I don't know um, if you watch TikTok a lot, Brad, but I'm sure your son sees it. When you scroll through TikTok, especially the live stream section, what do you see? A ton of people with businesses, I've seen women have having clothing lines that are trying on clothes on live stream saying, hey, guys, this is how the clothes look. This, this is where you could go buy it. This is how the new generation is making money and it's through the Internet. So the, maybe the older generation might not get it as much. But if you're following, that's exactly what's happening. So it's not just me. I think it's a lot of uh, content creators and, you know, Bitcoin people. It's it's just the wave of the internet. That's way that's the way it's going. A lot of people don't want to do that traditional thing anymore. I've seen I've seen relatives go to college five six years, come out of it in debt and no job, and they end up doing something else. And you know that may not be the case for other people, but it's what I've seen. And I saw like, hey, I have a passion for this. I could make a career out of it. I'm gonna do it. And I took the leap. A lot of people it still don't agree with me, um, even within my own family. But I think time will obviously prove that. And I think as people as Bitcoin adoption grows, as people start to understand this industry, 
then it'll click for them. Especially at the beginning when I started doing this, Bitcoin adoption wasn't that big. I started my Twitter account April 2020. Bitcoin was seven grand. It was quiet. There wasn't a lot going on. Um, and that's when people really thought I was nuts. <laughs> and then things started yeah. to turn around. Yeah, absolutely. Your your friends and family that aren't quite sure about things yet, they will be in the next year, year and a half. Yep. You know, one thing that that people don't understand is the the exponential growth that you will have because of the work that you're doing now. So when all of a sudden in 2024, 2025, you skyrocket to a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, a million subscribers and they really see the fruits of your labor now, you're going to have a lot of people that are going to come back and say, man, I'm glad that you had the fortitude to not listen to us and do what your heart told you was the right thing to do. So I am, I'm looking forward to watching that pro you know, that progression. Thank you so much, Brad. I really appreciate it. It's a struggle. It's hard, really hard, but I'm, I'm doing it. I'm really happy to do it. So thank you again for having me just giving me that support. It really does mean a lot to me. Yeah, absolutely. So with my 16 year old son and other people like him, would you recommend if they want to start building a brand and doing social media? Um, you know, this just kind of came to me while we were talking. I started out in YouTube, but I'm wondering if it might be a wiser decision, especially for the younger generation to start off on TikTok and really try to build a big following on TikTok before they dive into YouTube. What do you think about that? I kind of dig it all at once. So I think like, just put out your content, like whatever makes your heart happy, do it. And that's, that's exactly what I've been doing. Like I started off tweeting and I was like, I want to do videos. So I started doing videos and then I dig on the street interviews. And then I did my podcast uh, with guests and now I'm doing the daily zest podcast. And it's just like, everything's a progression. So I think you should find what you like, put out the content, no matter where it is and just see how it attracts the people. If people like it, if you like what you're doing, then just keep going. Um, and that's exactly what I, I did. Like, I just, I just don't give up i'm a little relentless um so i just keep putting out content every single day every platform hit it all and just grind and you will you will get i'm i'm, I'm saying it to myself too but you will get rewarded awesome you have any brothers or sisters that you're impacting their lives with this stuff at all i have a little sister yeah she just turned okay. 17. okay cool is she at all interested in following in her big sister's footsteps I think she doesn't, she loves crypto, but I don't think she's going to do the content creator route. She has like a Twitter and everything, but I don't know if she's going to do that. I think she's going to head on out to college, but we're going to see. Maybe the tides will turn. Maybe the tides will turn. We're going to see. Right. Yeah. There's nothing, nothing wrong with that. Sometimes I, I wonder about my crazy decision to, uh, you know, become a, a, a social media, you know, YouTuber and, and grow. But with, you know, same as with you, it's a passion for me. So I got involved way back in 17 because one of my mentors, a really close friend of mine, um, begged me to get involved in crypto back in early 17. He was buying Ethereum at $9. Oh my and, gosh. Uh, yeah. I was oh. going through some tough times in, in my relationships, some tough times in life. I didn't have any extra money and I just, I didn't do it. And I watched him turn $9,500 into $2.2 million in from the beginning of 17 into the beginning of 18. God. And so I jumped in and dove in head first because I saw this as my ability to create freedom in my life. And of course I dive in right at the peak of that bull market and oh, I get gosh. crushed in 18. I get crushed in 19. I get crushed in 20. But thank God I had him as a mentor. And one of the things that he taught me, the same way that you're teaching people, is the education. 
he had me reading books. He had me watching YouTube videos. He had me reading articles. One of the first things that he did was teach me what is blockchain so yep. that I actually understood why Bitcoin had value. And so, you know, long story short, the one thing that I did right was I didn't have to sell that stuff that I bought in 18, 19, and 20. So even though it was down 75, 85, 95, 99%, when everything came roaring back in the end of 2020, I made more money in 2020, 2021 than I'd almost made the whole rest of my life combined. And That's so amazing. I left my job too soon probably, but I was able to quit my job in 2019. My, my wife left her job in 2020. But I fast forward to, you know, April of 2021 is when I started my YouTube channel. It's because unfortunately my mentor passed away unexpectedly at 57 years old, natural causes. I'm so sorry. Didn't, didn't really get to see the fruition of everything that he had been working for. But the businesses that we had been involved with before crypto were built around helping other people too. And so I've always had this huge passion to help people create freedom in their life, whatever that is to them. But the hardworking single mom or the, you know, the dual parent families that they're both working 60 hours a week to make ends meet, you know, just whatever you got going on in life, those people that are struggling. I know that crypto is a way that the average person, blue collar, even if you're working at McDonald's making $10, $15 an hour, it can change the wealth needle in your life if you're willing to be patient and you're willing to take, you know, two, three, four, five years to do it. So my YouTube channel is all about paying it forward and helping other people. And I think that's, you know, that's your heart. One of the things that really shines through, you can see it in your eyes, you can see it in your emotion, is that you really care about people and that you really want to help people. And that is amazing. And I just commend you, uh, you know, for working so hard because you could become a crypto multimillionaire and never put out a piece of content. So what you do is 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 a blessing to others. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. I really do appreciate the kind words. It means a lot. I, I, I do work so hard and I'm, I'm really happy to be here and just keep spreading adoption. And I really do think that crypto, NFTs, all of it, it's going to change the world and for the better. We're going to have a fight to do it, but we're going to get there 100%. We are going to have a fight, but we're going to win it. Yeah, 100%. We're going to win the fight. This, uh, I got this for Christmas. I can't help but show it off. My dad, uh, my dad bought this for me. It's kind of the first one of my collection. And uh, this actually was made by a, a fairly famous artist after 911. And it's got a bunch wow. of, uh, you know, inscriptions on it. You can't see them from here. But this eagle, you know, I love this thing. And it represents, you know, freedom to us. And one of the things that is so important for us to remember is that freedom isn't free. A lot of men and women have put their lives on the line, you know, all the way back, you know, to the, the constitution of the United States back in 1770, you know, you know, 1777. So, um, yeah, I'm glad that there's other people like you and BitBoy Crypto and Crypto Lifer and, you know, an average Joe, just so many of us that are locking arms and are going to go fight for everybody's freedom and I know that we're going to continue to gain more and more people that see how important it is. You know, what do they say that, you know, doing doing nothing is is uh, 
well, I, I don't remember the saying, but I know that doing nothing is is a bad thing, folks. Like standing there just watching other people isn't isn't the way to go. So you know to jump in and uh, you know be a, a part of the fight. So once again, I do want you guys to go check out Miss Teen Crypto's YouTube channel. If you're not a subscriber, what are you waiting for? Seriously, you go watch a couple of her videos and you will be hooked. And also go follow her on Twitter. And Instagram and TikTok. Her TikTok videos are so hilarious. I love your TikTok videos. So Thank creative. You so much. <laughs> and so simple, you know, too. It's not like you're on there talking a bunch. I mean, in fact, most of your videos, you don't actually say anything, but your facial yeah. expressions, your facial expressions, you know, they they say it all. So Thank you. Uh, anyways, I uh, I really love today. I do want to give another quick uh, couple of shout outs to Classic IT Guy. Uh, good for him. Trying to convince my daughter that a job is no way to live. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It's probably not a bad idea maybe to have one at some point in time in your life. Like my son has never had one. And I don't think he totally appreciates um, how good he has it. He gets paid pretty well for what he does with me and he might never have a job, but there's part of me that kind of thinks maybe he needs to go work at McDonald's for a summer or, or do something like that. But I agree with you, IT guy, that in the long term, helping her have that mindset where she, I think most people, it isn't that they want to have a job, they've just never been taught that there's really truly another way. They think that that's just for other people. And, and they, and if you can help them see that, you know, I'm just a regular guy. I mean, I know I've got good hair, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just, you know, just a regular guy. Randy, you know, just a, is just a regular gal. You know, she, we're just people that are passionate and, and love what we're doing and, and like helping people. Uh, P.O. Lambo. Hi, Brad. Hey, thank you so much for being here. And so with that, folks, I want to be respectful of your time. I know that you have other interviews and you've got other things to be doing, but I really appreciate you taking some time out of your day. I feel like I made a great new friend and I yes. really look forward forward to collaborating and, and working and, and doing more stuff together in the future. Of course. I hope we definitely, we're definitely going to stay in touch. I'm not hoping we're definitely going to stay in touch. Thank you so much for having me, Brad. I really do appreciate you. And I just love your vibe. Like you're so positive and we need more, we need more of Brad. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you again thank for you. having me and, and right. everyone in the chat. Make sure to smash those likes. If you're watching mm -hmm. hit those likes. Show love for Brad. Amen. All right, you guys, God bless. <laughs> we'll see you in the next video.